Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Knits podcast with Sia and Pip. Hi! We're a podcast where we basically chat everything yarny and amazing knitty stuff and we occasionally get a little bit tipsy along the way. Yes. Whether you're a new or returning viewer, we are really happy that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. So, let's get on with the show. Hi guys! This month, we're drinking Lemoncello! Miriammy has asked us a number of times to make it. Yep. So, if you listen up, we're just going to pop in a recording of us making this last month. Yep, we decided you should have some audio proof. Yep. Beyond our umpteen pictures on Instagram. <laughs> so, here it goes. We'll be back to you in a few minutes. Right then, so, we are finally, finally making a limoncello. Woo! Um... We are using a recipe from the lovely Kirsty Allsop. Mm-hmm. As some of you guys may know, Jess from the Fantastic Ginger Twist over in Edinburgh appeared on Kirsty's Handmade Christmas last year, as it now was. Gosh. And we figured, you know, Kirsty's obviously got this whole Christmas thing down. She has a limoncello recipe, so let's use that. Yeah. Plus it's also one where we can bone all of the ingredients in the pan on the day. Yeah, we don't actually have to, like worry about having to shake it every single day and all the other things you do when you're prop- making proper limoncello. So we're doing half the recipe and the recipe you can find online. I have got it via the Mirror website mm-hmm. and we'll put the link up in the show notes so you guys can check it out or you know judge it and find better recipes whatever you like. Yeah. And at the moment, I am zesting some lemons, which is tons of fun. I am stirring sugar into hot water on the hob. And yes, any kind of noises you hear of running things under the sink or whatever is because we're very unprepared and I did not wash everything in advance. So I (laughs) apologise. Smells really good. We love lemons. And um, we'll scrape a bit more off there as well. I'm not gonna waste a drop. Do you want to stick these in the dishwasher? Yep. Yep, Pippa's got the holy grail of a dishwasher. Yep. I do not have one in my flat, it is very upsetting, but I do have more room for you. True. I must say, I've never, like, heated sugar before, so I'm probably like, Ugh! Oh, it's fine. I just don't want it to ruin my pot. <laughs> Did you hear horror stories of people, like, letting it burn or it just crystallises to your pot and stuff, so... Fingers crossed. We'll be fine. We got this. We're experts, practically. Yeah. Experts. <laughs> Smells incredible. Everything will be fine. So we add lemon juice to the end, right? Yeah, so we let it simmer for 15 minutes, at which point we'll probably turn off the recorder. Well, do you want to wind some yarn while this recorder while this We simmers? can do, yeah. So heat until the sugar dissolves, then increase the heat slightly and simmer for 15 minutes. Then we take it off the heat, add the lemon juice and the vodka, and then we shove it into some jars. And let it infuse for some time. Much time. Yes. So we're actually doing this in January. Mm Mm-hmm. If we rewind the time. Yeah, so you'll be hearing this in the future. So this is 
the sugar dissolved. So increase the heat very yeah. slightly and let it simmer for 15 minutes. Yay! So yeah, that was us making limoncello. Yeah, it was just a snippet of the process. Yep. Um, but then it went in the fridge for a month to steep. And yep. then this morning we have strained it. Strained it. Uh, that was fun. Probably not as thoroughly as we should have, but I mean, we were saying to strain it through kitchen tiles, and then yeah. we noticed there was only like a single drip. It was like drip, 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 and we had a lot of it to strain, so we were yeah. like, "Let's just use a sieve." <laughs> but it looks yeah. really good. It smells really good. Yeah. Oh, it smells amazing. It smells like summer. Mm, it does. It does. It smells really refreshing. It smells like homemade lemonade that you get in the Mediterranean when you're by the beach. Yeah. Well, oh. with any luck, this is going to have a bit more of a kick to it. <sighs> so let's give it a shot. Oh, that's really nice. That is a lot more syrupy than I expected. Yeah. It is very syrupy. Well, this is dangerous because I could neck this. Yeah. I'm not even ashamed to say this. I would neck this. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't normally drink vodka. Vodka doesn't normally doesn't sit well with me, but this is nice. I'm not getting any alcohol burn from it. I'm getting a little bit, but I get burned from pretty much yeah. everything, so... Um, yeah, We use cheap, cheap vodka. The recipe told us to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this... We are getting a lot of lemons from this. Well, you this. can barely taste the alcohol in it. Yeah. So this is essentially, like, lethal lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like juice. Yeah. If any of you have ever drunk diluting juice, like mm. Ribena, or... You know, Robinson's, like, juice from Concentrate. If we've got any American listeners, I think that's what it is. It kind of tastes like that. Before, Like, if you put in more juice than you do water. Yeah. And it, you kind of have that slightly syrupy, slightly thicker than normal texture and yeah. taste to it. It is very syrupy. It's very thick. It's very delicious. This is going to be dangerous. I am so glad that we've left the bottles in the other room. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to make some of this for summer yes. because can you imagine like yeah. a late evening on a, a Friday oh. or a Saturday night out in the garden having a barbecue drinking limoncello and just chilling out oh my gosh yes plan okay Mariami you were right limoncello is the bomb yes we are proud happy converts we are super glad that you persuaded us to make our own Yes. I think this is definitely going to be something we do again. Yes. I think we're going to impress all of our friends and family when we're oh, like, yeah. by the way, hey. check out this stuff. And they're going to be like, this is amazing. And we're like, yes, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think, <laughs> I think, we're going to have to call our version of it Lethal Lemonade, though, because... That's fair. I mean, it, it, it... I don't tend to drink large volumes of heavy alcohol, and I could just drink this whole glass here and now. And this is like a wine glass... Yeah, we, with quite a quite a lot of vodka in it, essentially. Yeah, even with the straining and the whole issue of the drip, drip, drip thing, we made a lot more than we anticipated. And yes. as we said in the wee recording that you guys have heard, we made a lot less than the recipe suggested. Yes, we halved it. I actually kind of dread to think what would have happened <laughs> if we made the full volume. Oh dear, we can give it away as like presents and stuff. Yeah, we could. Because. We have well, we some it. friends who like alcoholic beverages. Well, yeah, but we like alcoholic beverages, so we could just keep True. it for us. It could be gifts to us. True. I could imagine, like, a summer D&D game where mm. you... And then by the end of it, everyone is just like, uh, this is really nice, though. I, I This is, this is going to yeah. be dangerous. You know what? For science, I promise that I will drink a lot of this and knit at the same time and show you the results. <laughs> I just made pip, I just made pip snot limoncello. Okay. When it goes Sorry. up your nose, it does burn. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> oh, oh dear. I promise I'll do this. I don't know. I'll necessarily do it as like an Instagram live thing or anything, but I will do this. I can definitely feel now that there's alcohol in that. I've only had a few sips, yeah. but I can feel you know that warmth you get. Yeah. I can feel that. Yeah. Like not enough to make me like woo, mm-hmm. but I've definitely got it like that warmth yeah. kind of okay. emanating. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I'd highly okay. recommend this. Yeah. Okay, so huge success. Yeah, if you make it now. Yeah. If you st- if you start now, it'll be done. Yeah. In time for spring, really starting to yeah. roll in. The other thing I would say is the recipe does actually say to sort of you only need to like have it steeping and stuff for a week. 
Okay. Whereas we did it for a month because of our recording schedule. And yeah. to be honest, I think I think the month was probably a better time. I feel like we've got a lot we've got a lot of flavour out yeah, there. Yeah, it's heavy flavour. And it's not as sour as I expected either, because no. I kind of expected it to be really tart. And this is actually just right. To be fair, the amount of sugar that we put in there was slightly ridiculous. Oh, I, su- I super want more. I want more. Oh no. Ah. Okay. okay, you are you are listening to the creation of a monster. <laughs> yes. So let's move on from yeah, okay. <laughs> so that we're not just sitting yeah. here drinking it and by the end we're unintelligible. Yeah. However, I think we should just say 2018 limoncello it is a fine vintage yes <laughs> i'm proud of us <laughs> and it will only get better with practice yes sparkles <laughs> so on and off the needles sia what yeah. have you got on the needles okay so at the moment other than the pre-existing whips which i think i might go back and start tackling this month mm-hmm. uh my needles are pretty much otherwise clear okay so it's reasonable it's reasonable okay so you haven't cast anything new on basically no I'm currently in a stage where the projects that I want to cast on, I need either a little bit more yarn than what I currently have in my stash Mm -hmm. in terms of yardage, or I need a complementary colour. And for some reason, I've managed to go back into that stage where pretty much everything is solidly pink and that's it. Right. So I need to sort of just fix that. But luckily there is a little yarn festival. Well, actually a large yarn festival on the horizon, which I think will sort me out for that. (laughs) How about you, Pip? What's on your needles? So I did end up doing a little bit more of my long hibernating shawl for a little bit. And then I put it back into hibernation because yeah. I just, I don't know, there's just something about that shawl that's just, there's purling involved. Ugh. Long rows of purling. Oh, The other stuff I've got on, I basically, when I've got so much scrap yarn, mm-hmm. so much scrap yarn, I need to do something with it. I frogged my metered square blanket which those of you who remember episodes and episodes ago i think it was the last edinburgh yarn festival episode Mm. that i'd cast on like a metered square scraps blanket and that was in hibernation i frogged it it wasn't doing what i wanted it to do i wasn't enjoying it i wasn't going to ever start enjoying it it wasn't good so i frogged it and i was like "Hmm, what am i gonna do i need something big and wrappy that i can wear at work because work is so cold in my office Mm. that i have literally been wearing hats and gloves to work on the computer because the aircon is set to 16 degrees blasting oh you're joking it's ridiculous so i was like i'm gonna make myself a big wrap and then i was like "Mm, i'll need something with stripes so that i'm not just doing big giant blocks of scraps and then just changing whenever yeah so i'm making myself a hibisque and every time it tells me to choose it to, to switch colour, I'm just choosing a random scraps ball. Mm-hmm. It's colourful. It's fun. It's just garter goodness. And you got a lot of wear out of your original Hibisque. Yes. And this one, I won't worry about ruining. Because yeah. it's just scraps. Yeah. So it can live in my locker at work, be mm-hmm. garish as. And it's a good work project because it is literally just knit, knit, knit. And it'll use, my, that. use up my scraps. And I can add more scraps to that mm-hmm. as it goes. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. It's very colourful. It's going to be very, very nice. Nice. Nice sound of that. The other thing is I cast on a pair of Lindgren mitts by Carrie Westerman. Those of you who listen to the podcast will know that I already have a pair of Lindgren mittens. The pair that I've just cast on, I'm going to do fingerless. Because Ooh. I don't tend to wear full hand mm. mitts. Because you can't use your phone um, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And considering that like my bus ticket is linked to my phone and things like that, it's a bit, uh, bit of a nightmare. So I'm going to make myself, I think, some like fingerless mitts, mm-hmm. but potentially with a flap that I can fold over. Oh, that'll be so much better. So it'll get, so that if it gets cold, like it has been here, it was minus five on my way to work a couple oh, of days ago. And wrong. it was horrendous. So I think I'm going to make myself, yes, yeah, some fingerless um, mitts in that pattern because I love that pattern I'll be able yeah. to use my phone and when it gets really cold I can stick the flaps over to make my fingers less cold so you that's what I'm working that? on so what yarn's that going to be? it's the Easy Knits DK Deeply Wicked so same colours as last time same colours as nice. last time so it'll be a matching set um, that's really all yeah. I'm working on I've still got ongoing commitment issues I just can't commit to anything like I'll pick mm-hmm. up something for a little bit and then just put it back down and then not touch it. So I think the mitts will be good because they're mm. small enough that I might actually get through them. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Hunt's 8 is around the corner. Eh. 
But more on that later. <laughs> Sia, what have you got off the needles? Okay, so off the needles, turns out I've been super busy. So I have cast off the soiree sweater that I was doing last episode, mm-hmm. which is a cropped sweater by Emily Foden. It's in the pom-pom summer issue from 2017, so last mm-hmm. year. And I knit it using the Cosmic String sock yarn that I won over Christmas. Mm-hmm. It is the best thing ever. I only, somehow, I knit size three, and it's meant to be quite a boxy, um, oversized sweater. So you've got a fair amount of positive ease in it. Mm-hmm. And I only managed to use, like, 1.8 skeins, if that. So Whoa. we're talking about 900 yards or so, if that. Admittedly, I did... I cut the sleeves a bit shorter because I don't really like three-quarter length sleeves. I like them shorter than that. Yeah. And it's blocked beautifully and it's actually it comes up a little bit super cropped on me, but I do like my crop sweaters more cropped. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, I just I love it. It looks so good. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I have I have been prancing around wearing it, feeling like an absolute queen. And it looks good with oversized jewellery, it looks good with my jeans. It looks awesome. Thank you. And I've been told that it looks like leopard print from a distance, which makes it so much better. <laughs> so I absolutely love it. As I said last episode, the Cosmic String sock yarn is beautiful to knit with and it's super generous yardage. So we're talking about 425 metres or yards. Wow. I mix up the two. I, I work in metres, but people use yards and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped maths and all that years ago in my GCSEs and we won't talk about how long ago that was. <laughs> But yeah, I absolutely love it. Really recommend the pattern. It's sufficiently interesting that you can concentrate on it, but at the same time you don't have to concentrate super hard on it because you've got like a fairly long repeat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just knit with their yarn. It's beautiful. I recommend it 100%. And they will be at Edinburgh Yarn Fest. Yes. So you guys can get your hands on some of their delicious, delicious yarn. Mm. The other thing I've cast off is a pair of Elgin socks by Claire Devine. Mm-hmm. It was Phil's birthday this week. And he asked for a pair of slipper socks, so I knit him an oversized pair using some of the West Yorkshire Spinners Air Valley yarn. Lovely. So he's quite happy with those. They're nice and big, they're really squishy, he's been wearing them around the flat, so... It's always nice when your knitted stuff goes appreciated. He is knit-worthy. He is definitely knit-worthy. Though he is never ever receiving a sweater for reasons that pretty much every knitter knows. Yes. I'm not chancing it. No. He can have any knitted item he likes, so long as it is not a sweater. See, I'm lucky Sam has never even asked for a sweater. To be fair, Sam knits, so Sam can knit a sweater himself. I don't think he wants one. Yeah. But if he does ask one, you have an excuse. Yeah, he's be like, like, you do it for yourself, love. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. you do you. You knit you. <laughs> anyway, what about you, Pip? You've been quite busy. Oh, no, I've got one more finished object. Yeah, so my final finished object is a car shawl by Bristol Ivy and it's from her Knitting Outside the Box book mm-hmm. and I knit that using the Cookston Crafts Merino nylon yarn that I got at Perth Festival of Yarn as well Yeah, and lovely yarn to knit with again another super generous yardage mm-hmm. quite similar to the Cosmic Strings and the shawl, the construction is so cool I think Pip, you're going to love it mm-hmm. so you start at one point and you knit sort of like a standard triangular shawl but then it veers off in different directions. Yeah. So you've still got like this triangular shawl that's almost a solid right angle shape type thing. Mm-hmm. But you're doing all sorts of cool construction bits and there's garter stitch and there's lace. And again, it's one of those projects where it intersperses mindless knitting. So just garter bits with these cool lace repeats and things. Yeah. So definitely recommend that. It is currently blocking this morning in my flat and it is huge. Huge. Uh, I can't even begin to describe how big it is. It's you sent me a picture. <laughs> it's wider than my hallway. Wow. It was so big that I couldn't even get it in the space in my living room where I normally block things where they're out of the way. So it's currently stretched between like two doorways. <laughs> Slap bang in the middle of the hall. So if Phil or I want to get to the bedroom or the spare bedroom, well, that's just not happening. <laughs> but there's still bathroom access. There's still living room access. There's still access to the cupboard. That's all you so that's need. Fine. <laughs> But yeah, very much recommend that pattern. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's me. How about you, Pip? What have you finished? So I cast off my Blacker Pod Cal Clear Quat mm-hmm. Toque. Yep. 
pretty much as soon as we finished recording, I think, almost. Yeah, you were really quick with that. And I also made myself a Perslow hat from this thing of paper, which was the exclusive ba- uh, pattern for the Kickstarter backers. And I loved it. It looks beautiful. It was really compelling. I've made a few mistakes where I've twisted it the wrong way or whatever, but it I need to block it. But mm. I really love it. I really enjoyed knitting it and you flew through that as well once i got the repeat in my head it was Mm. fine when i looked at it as a bit like oh i don't know about this but as soon as i kind of got the repeat down i was like oh this is totally fine and it was a really compelling knit and yeah it was good i liked it a lot it looks like it has cables but it doesn't so then i was like so i was like this is perfect i love this this is everything i need it looks like cables but it doesn't have any i love everything <laughs> is it gonna have a pom-pom um yes but i need to block it first okay what sort so, of pom-pom are you thinking are you gonna do a nitty one or i'm gonna do one? so those of you who have seen the pictures may have noticed that the colorway that i used was the same as i used in the haline mitts Yep. And the Haline mitts, I used another colour, which was like a grey. Um, so I think what I'll do is I'll use the rest of that grey as the pom-pom for my Perslow. But I need to block it first. So That'll be lovely. Yeah. I like it a lot. I just mm. I just need to block it. So, Reasonable. Yeah, just mm. two hats. Can you believe it? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine because Hunt's 8 is happening. It's an ongoing display of my commitment issues. <laughs> It'll be fine. You'll never take my stash. Speaking of stash, yes, I did go on a stash acquisition mission. Yes, you did. I was given a voucher for a local yarn shop, and I used it. Mm -hmm. So I got myself a crazy zyber ball. Yep. In the spring colorway, I think Mm -hmm. it is. It's like blue and green. I got myself some opal surprise sockenvola, sockenvola, which is all crazy colors. Both of those are options for a potential shawl that I want to do in the future, Ooh, like nice. a mosaic shawl, yeah. but I just can't decide which one of them I want to do it with. And I also got some West Yorkshire Spinners Exquisite. And you got that in a natural colourway, didn't you? I got it in a natural white. And OMG, it is so soft. So mm. I'm going to make myself a beaded shawl with that. Oh, that's going to be beautiful. Eventually, one day. I'll need, I need to buy the beads, mm. which means it's going to be years. <laughs> but <laughs> I had to spend them. I had to spend my voucher, so I did. Yeah, reasonable. And, oh my goodness, that yarn is lush. It's so beautiful. It's a really bright white as well. Yeah. And it's the nice. pattern that I'm going to be making mm. is all multicoloured beads. Oh, where that is gonna be you beautiful. get like blocks of different colors of beads yeah so i got the white because i was like this is just gonna show off the beads good call so maybe if there's someone that sells beads at eyf potentially i yeah. might get my south thumb if i do ever cast it on then it'll be one of those long-term background whips yeah but as soon as i thought of the pattern i was like oh my god i need it and there's a few of the patterns from that designer yeah. that I'm that I feel the same about. Okay. Can you remember who the designer is? If you give me a second, I'll just gonna go in and check that. So those of you who want to see what I'm talking about, it's the Harry Clark shawl by Kieran Foley, aka Knit Lab. And if you check out Knit Lab's Ravelry account, I cannot even describe the patterns. It's like a, it's like color work mm-hmm. mixed with lace mixed with other techniques and his patterns are stunning i first saw them a couple of years ago and i fell in love with them but it was one of those things where i was like i don't have the i don't have the Mm. skills to do this but pretty much all of his patterns i'm like i want to make that but the harry clark shawl i saw a picture and i was like yes that is it it's quite a simple lace repeat i think but it's just beautiful so that's kind of one of my aspirational oh, okay. knits. Fair. So that's what my stash acquisition ended up with. Mm-hmm. I'm still sipping this limoncello. It's really bad. <laughs> it's so Moorish. Thank you, dear listeners, for staying with us and handling the quality of our content right now. <laughs> it is appreciated. Okay, so in terms of my stash acquisition, 
I think last episode I probably mentioned in brief that I got given some Viola Merino fingering yarn for Christmas. Lovely. And it's in Speckle Mist colourway, which is this really nice pale pinky purpley colour and it's got some really, really tiny speckles through. Mm-hmm. And it is beautiful and I love it and I need some more. <laughs> so I'm hoping that Loop are going to have some more of that when they're at EYF. They had loads last year, so fingers mm-hmm. crossed. But I'd like to get a second skein so I can make the Audra shawl which is another pattern from the Bristol Ivy Knitting Outside the Box book. It's this beautiful triangular asymmetrical cable shawl. Ooh. And I don't normally go in for cables. So I'm willing to make an exception to this one. Okay. And the other thing I have acquired, I uh, I have a bit of a problem. Mm. I have a mild, mild, mild addiction to the Queen of Pearls Ballista yarn. So I acquired some of Queen of Pearls Ballista non-mules four-ply yarn, which is amazing. It has a considerably higher yardage than your standard four-ply fingering sock weight yarns. Mm -hmm. So you get that little bit more in your scheme. Yeah. And it's a bit of an ongoing joke every time I go in because Zoe pretty much stands next to me and goes, so which of these colourways do you not have, Sia? (laughs) And I always go for the same one. It's the We Are Lucky Mm colour colourway, which is this really nice pinky purple colour that I got originally at Edinburgh Yarn Festival last year. Yeah. But I love it so much. And I've wanted to knit a garland sweater from one of the really, really early issues of Pom Pom. Mm-hmm. It's just really cute crop sweater, so I bought another skein of it for that. Nice. So I'm going to have this super bright pink uh, crop sweater at some point as well. Lovely. So I acquired that too. Nice. And I'll probably acquire more at the Art Festival. Yay! But hey-ho. So since it's February, mm-hmm. we decided we were going to do a segment on the podcast Especially for those of you who are newer listeners, because hi. Yes, hello. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah. We're doing a Stuff We Love. Yeah. Because it's February. Hashtag so. love tipsy knits. Hashtag. Love a good hashtag. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to just cover a few different things that we love, and then we'll yeah. talk about some exciting news. Yeah, so we figured this is a good way to reintroduce ourselves to those of you who have stuck with us from the beginning, mm-hmm. and also say a hello, this is who we are. Not quite what we stand for, but <laughs> you get the idea to those of you who are new listeners. So first up, we thought we'd tell you what our actual favourite drinks are. Yes. Pip, what do you love to drink? Okay, so this is going to be boring, but I was thinking of it in a case of if I am just chilling out with some friends or in mm-hmm. my flat in a casual setting, I would always go for Copperberg Strawberry and Lime. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a comfort drink. Yeah. And it's not really high in alcohol, mm. so I can have one or two and not be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. So, yeah, that's kind of... I'd classify mm. that probably as my go-to drink. Yeah. And I love red wine and stuff like that, but that would be more of it if I'm having dinner or yeah. tour or whatever. So my go-to chill out, have a drink, would be mm. Copperberg Strawberry and Lime. Okay. What about you? Okay, so... My head says gin. Yeah. My heart says echo full summer berries. Yeah. <laughs> Wine. So there is a story behind this. It's, I want to say it's a rose, but it's not necessarily. A couple of years ago, I used to live in a flat which was three doors down from what was essentially a wee corner shop type thing, but it had a wee off license mm-hmm. attached to it. Um, my BFF Emma and I used to occasionally settle in for a wee night on the couch where we put the world to rights and drink rosé and (laughs) without fail we'd hit the end of our bottle or two around about quarter to ten or so Mm -hmm. and up here in scotland because of the licensing laws we stopped selling alcohol after a certain point in the evening ten o'clock ten o'clock it's reasonable at which point we would cobble together every single bit of loose change we had in our purses in our coats you name it run downstairs and along the road to the shop which we still to this day do not know the name of but we affectionately referred to the gentleman who would serve us as Mr Echo Falls Summer Berries <laughs> and we would shove our change at him and ask for the lone bottle that he inevitably had on the shelf at the back that probably been up there for god knows how long and we would then run away with our purchase cackling madly and we'd go upstairs, drink more of it and continue putting the world to rights basically yes. Every now and again, we would perhaps go then subsequently go on a night out. 
and I'm proud to say that we never got turned away from anywhere. <laughs> proud <laughs> or, of you. There was the other moment when I used to live with my flatmate Zoe, where we decided that we really, really desperately needed chips to soak up this Echo Force summer berry stuff. Uh, <laughs> so we rang Zoe, demanded chips, hung up on her, and then went probably ring her back so we rang her back at which point she said you're going to tell us tell me that you love me aren't you which we <laughs> were so yeah i have massive 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 love for echo full summer berries was this at the time when the chinese was literally two floors below you yeah we live two floors above a chinese <laughs> so uh, i was like hey, so can you just pick up chips on the way in yeah we were quite emma and i were quite good we used to look at each other and be like we are too drunk to interact with humans <laughs> <laughs> oh the so, days of being a student it was oh. like last year <laughs> <laughs> you're still a student it's I am fine. still a student that's fine so yeah <laughs> I'm super classy and Echo Full Summer Berries is, is it is basically alcoholic juice <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like limoncello yeah I mean the worst thing is I don't think the percentage on it is that high I think it's just <laughs> Emma and I usually be quite hyper and energetic as people anyway so yeah there's quite yeah. a lot of sugar in there that, unsurprisingly that I don't think I necessarily recommend that any listeners try this stuff <laughs> but uh, yeah so that's what I love my memories of Echo Falls is that when they mm. used to do reruns of Friends on Channel 4 when I was yes. a teenager Echo Falls used to sponsor it mm. I remember that that's my my memory there. <laughs> keeping it classy <sighs> So we've just talked about our favourite drinks Mm -hmm. extensively. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the tipsy part covered. Yep. Done. What about favourite yarns here? Okay. So technically, when we were planning this episode, because we do sometimes prepare for these things, Mm -hmm. we wrote Pip's name first. And Pip was going to talk first. Because Pip has stolen two of the yarns that I was going to put. So shall I do mine first then? No, I'm going to steal them off you. (laughs) Oh no! So... One of my first favourites, and this is in no particular order, is obviously Queen of Pearls, hand-dyed. Mm-hmm. I love her ballista yarn specifically, mm-hmm. for reasons that are aforementioned. Mm-hmm. We are also huge, 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 huge fans of the Rusty Ferret. Of course. I am rather susceptible to the Wink base in particular, mm-hmm. which has the sparkles through it. Yes. And yeah, so love that. Love, 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 love that. I'm more of a doll base person myself for Rusty yeah, Ferret. that's fair. It, that is also a beautiful base. Yes. And we have some of that for you guys, but we'll tell you about that later. Mm-hmm. The other yarn that I would probably say is my favourite would be Old Maid Nan's Superwash 4-ply yarn. Yeah. It is my bread and butter yarn. Mm-hmm. I use it for pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Even if the pattern doesn't specify it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, it's nice when you find that yarn though, isn't it? I love it. I mean, Lilith at the moment I think is changing up the way she dyes arms and stuff mm-hmm. so some colorways are disappearing some new ones will be appearing but i think she's just she's just got it down yeah you know that i mean with all of these yarns you know you're going to get something which is of an amazing quality mm-hmm. they don't run when you wash them and block the yarns afterwards they mm-hmm. knit up nicely mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever had a skein that's been tangled or knotted either which i think is a big thing yeah mm-hmm. and the customer service is just a plus as well yes so highly recommend them. So, as you've heard, she's just stolen the two that I originally stole from her. Rusty Ferret and Queen of Pearls are definitely on my list. Mm-hmm. My third would probably... This was difficult. Yeah. My third would probably be Spindrift from Jameson's of Shetland. Oh, you do like that. So many different colours, useful for pretty much everything. Because mm. it's 25 gram balls, you can buy almost exactly how much yeah. you need. And I just love it. I love mm. it so much. It is it's so good. Mm. I love it. And it's phenomenal for colour work. Yeah, that's true. And it's so soft. And I love Shetland. And it's warm. And it's just good. <laughs> Reasonable. So, yeah, that's that's what I would add mm. on to that for me. I think the other thing we'd probably add on as well is Ginger Twisty Arms as well. Yes. Jess's Merino Silk Base. Oh my goodness. Splendour? I'm not very good with... See, I'm okay with names of yeah. dyers, but, uh, like, different names of their bases, not so much. But Jess's yarns are beautiful. Uh, Sam loves it when he goes into Ginger Twist because he's just like, I want everything in the shop. All of Jess's hand-dyed yarns are hanging on one side of the shop if you guys haven't been. Yeah. And, oh, it's, and they're unskeined. It so is. it's just... oh, beautiful. It's horrendously tempting. Mm-hmm. 
and you just feel yourself getting drawn to it and you know you should probably you know say hello to jess say hello to whoever else is in the shop but no you just want to go straight to that yarn and hug it straight to the yarn so good so our next on the list is our favorite designers which again was actually a really hard choice yeah so So who are yours pip i went for carrie westerman Mm -hmm. because i pretty much love everything she does it's awesome her designs are exactly on my wavelength yeah and she does when she's got garments she's got a great range of sizes for garments and she just knows how to put a pattern together Mm. they're really well written and they just call to me yeah i love her stuff kate davies another similar i love her stuff i think i want to make a carbeth sweater with sweaters i always struggle because i don't know how they're gonna look on someone Mm. like me who's a bit on the chunkier side large bust and then i'm pear-shaped as well so i go out i've got small Mm. waist well relatively i've got my my ratio my waist is significantly smaller than my hips so i really struggle to see how sweaters are gonna fit Mm. but i've seen a few people now who are kind of similar body shape to me and yeah. it seems to be flattering so nice. i'd love to make a carbeth sweater from the west highland way that she's releasing also oh, that's beautiful that pattern yeah also i'm gonna be walking bits and pieces of the west highland way i have previously ah. walked bits of the west highland way so she's like this bit is here and that and i'm like i know these places so i want to really knit them i just i'm gonna see how much i spend at edinburgh yarn festival and then i'm gonna use the leftovers to buy that collection and her stuff is just beautiful. Good plan. And Claire Devine. I love her stuff as well. Hats. Tea collection. Tea collection. Elgin were the first socks I ever knit. Me too, actually. So generally, Claire Devine's stuff mm. is also pretty awesome. Yes. Neighbourhood Sheep Society. Knit quite a few of her patterns as well. Mm. So that's Carrie, Kate and Claire. <laughs> How about you? Okay, so mine. Again, there was a little bit of an overlap with Pip. Yeah. However, I'd say that my favourites, obviously, I am a big fan of K.M. Bedigan. Mm-hmm. Love Kirsten's patterns. I think they've got a really nice classical, modern feel to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're quite versatile. Mm-hmm. Everything that she knits just goes with other things. And she always comes up with a quirky bit of construction in the patterns as well. Mm-hmm. And one thing I would say in particular, her socks. Mm-hmm. I've knit her regularity socks and she managed to do them as both top up and cuff down mm-hmm. so as someone who really likes toe up but not cuff down it's nice having the option yeah uh, another pattern designer that i love is amanda b collins aka owl print panda yeah who i miss terribly because we used to go get coffee <laughs> she's having amazing adventures yes. in new zealand though jealous yes. again i love her patterns i think they've got a nice modern feel to them they're quite fresh she mm-hmm. uses really nice bright bold colors mm-hmm. and her bruchal i think it's just become an absolute classic yeah you know the guard stitch and then the lace border i knit one for my mum and she wears it all the time and i keep meaning to knit another one but i also don't want to steal it <laughs> <laughs> so love amanda's patterns and again she does some really cute socks as well which have been in my queue for ages yeah so i need to do those and then my other choice would be fiona alice mm-hmm. i have knit a lot of her patterns i think her hats in particular her take her hat Mm-hmm. I love it. Just love that heart-shaped cable. I've knit that so many times and given it as gifts. Mm-hmm. And again, I really like the Take Heart book too. Really modern, chic feel to them. Very yeah. wearable. Mm-hmm. So she's my other favourite. Nice. We were then also going to do favourite knitted object. Mm-hmm. This was really hard for me. Really? There's a few. Generally, my big shawls. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do her pisk, but then, but then, no, I definitely settled on my even star. I think you could not choose that one. Yeah. My wedding shawl. Yeah. I think I might get it framed. Ooh, that's a cool idea. Because that thing is my masterpiece. (laughs) It is stunning. And I get compliments on it all the time. Mm. And it's definitely the one that I feel like I achieved the most with. Yeah. I mean, when I started it, I'd never knit lace. Oh God, so you haven't. So, I mean, it's an achievement. Mm. Yes, it did give me my first 
bout of RSI, but <laughs> I don't care. It was worth it. Probably my second as well. Yeah. It was worth it. It's beautiful. It's soft. It's wonderful. I might save it for like maybe for an, as an heirloom as well. But I think mm. I think it would look amazing if it was framed on a black background. Yes. And then hung somewhere. That'd be stunning. Because I'm a little bit too scared to wear it out to anything. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. And you've got a lot of memories tied up in that as yeah. well. Yeah. But every time I see my wedding pictures with, mm-hmm. when I'm wearing it, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I actually did that. So that would be my mm-hmm. my knitted object. What about you? Okay. Mine would probably be my Everman shawl, mm-hmm. which I knit just after Edinburgh Yarn Fest last year. It introduced me to brioche, which I love. Mm-hmm. But also it's my most worn object. So mm-hmm. I wear it a lot. Yeah. And it's my most travelled object as well. So it's been to Canada. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like, you know, there's a lot of memories tied up in it. So yeah. I wore it in Ottawa. I wore it in Toronto. It's been worn around Montreal. I wore it at the top of Mont Royal. Wow. So, yeah, it's very well travelled. Yeah. And I love it. It's funny. I feel like knitting especially does soak up memories. Yeah. It's such a personal thing because you have mm. memories from when you knit it. You have memories from when yeah. you bought the yarn. You have memories from when you knit it. You have mm. memories for all the different places that you've worn it. I think knitting, specifically, like more more so than maybe other clothes, yeah. really does just soak up Definitely. all of these like massive mm. memories. I've got a wee shawlette. It's called the Blomander shawl. Mm-hmm. It's from a pom pom spring issue from a couple of years ago, and definitely with the memories thing, I was knitting that around about the time that my auntie Margaret was dying, just to get yeah. a bit macabre, but. You know, I remember sitting and knitting and feeling so calm yeah. and chilled with it. And I remember when I finished it, and I don't wear it a lot, but when I do, I do think of her. Yeah. So yeah, I think I definitely agree with you. Yeah, I've got, I've got, we've got a similar one where we were gifted a blanket mm. by Sam's godmother for our wedding. Oh yeah, that blanket's and beautiful. It's huge and it's beautiful. And when she passed away, I think we both we just lay on the sofa and just wrapped ourselves in Aww. it. And it just feels like you're being wrapped yeah. in love, you know, because I think especially as knitters, you know oh, yes. what went into it. I think she was saying there's like over 200,000 stitches in that blanket. And the and so it just feels like you're wrapping yourself in, in love. Yeah. So, yeah, I think knitting is one of those things where the, just the memories yeah. are so strong. Definitely. So, yeah. Then Sia wanted us to mention our favourite Netflix. Yes. Because nine times out of ten when Pip and I are knitting, although we are not in the same place, we are usually watching something. Yes. Mine. If you can't guess. Mm, what could it be? Mm. Could be this little show called Critical Role? Nah, you've never mentioned that. Never no. mentioned it, no. But the new campaign has started. Oh, yeah. So I'm enjoying watching it week to week. Mm. I mean, I miss not just constantly having it on yeah. but it's nice to watch it week to week and not have any spoilers so that's my Netflix if any of you are potentially into stories or mm. improv or D&D mm-hmm. check that's it out one. what about you Sia? okay so <laughs> my favourite thing to watch is RuPaul's Drag Race whenever it is on I love it and at the moment it's uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 3 which mm-hmm. is amazing and my favourite darling darling Bendela is currently serving up lots of Bendela fabulousness and I love it and it's the best thing ever and you cannot feel sad when you are watching this show you yeah. just can't everything is so crazy and over the top and just awesome so I very much recommend that but obviously RuPaul isn't always on all the time so when I'm not watching drag queens I'm usually watching cop dramas of some kind yeah so I love things like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. I love No Offense, which is on Channel Four, and it's amazing. And it's uh, Joanna Scanlon and a female cast who are so badass. Yes, it's brilliant. I love Death in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Generally, if it's murders, police, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Quite yeah. like that. So that's what I tend to watch when I'm knitting. Nice drag queens or murder. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just. Two. A good quick overview of our faves. Yep. One of our other favourite things happens to be Edinburgh Yarn Festival, which, if you didn't know, where have you been? But also happens to be a month away. Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. Cannot wait. 
So we have got so much news oh, and things yes. to tell you guys. So obviously the Blacker Podcal is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. There is still plenty of time for you to get some Black Yarn yarns on your needles yep. and join in over in the Black Yarns Ravelry group. You've got almost a month, yep. so you've got plenty of time. Yep, so I think this is the cast-off day, blocking day, is the 11th of the March. The 11th of March. So just in time for you to bring it along to Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Mm-hmm. Then what else have we got? Oh yeah, we're going to be at the Thursday Night Knit Night. Yep, we cannot wait. And very, very exciting news. Jess from Ravelry is going to be there. Oh my goodness. Exciting. Pip and I both got the email about it around about the same time. And when we messaged each other, we were both like, ah! oh my god this is so cool yeah yeah so we are super super excited about that hopefully some of you will be there if yep. you didn't get tickets then you know unfortunately that's just the nature of yeah. the beast with edinburgh yarn festival there mm. what they've doubled their capacity and yeah. it's just you know unfortunate yeah. but there's still going to be tickets on the door on the yep, friday so. and the saturday so, so that's for general festival yeah, so that's for general admission we would say please remember that people such as Louise Scully are not able to grant you tickets and things like that, so please don't yes. pester Louise or Joe and Mika. Mm-hmm. It's a case of, unfortunately, when something gets to be so big and so world-renowned, yeah. really, things like this do happen, and you just got to accept it and cross your fingers and yeah, but for keep, next time. Yeah, and keep an eye on the newsletter, because you never yeah. know. They're pretty much releasing information yeah. all That's the time, so keep your eyes out there's still at the time of recording there's <laughs> yeah. still a few tickets left for the sunday meet the shepherdess event so you know if you're disappointed you couldn't get something else then you can check that out can't guarantee they're still going to be there when this goes out but yeah. at the time of recording Pulling. there were still some tickets left yeah we're super excited we can't wait we're obviously we're going to be part of the podcast lounge mm-hmm. we are as we said last episode really excited to meet some new and familiar faces yes Oh, I can't wait. I do struggle a little bit myself with mm-hmm. hearing when there's a lot of background noise, so I apologise yeah. <laughs> if I need you to repeat yourself a couple of times. I'm just going to put yeah, that out likewise. there. <laughs> but, oh, we can't wait. It's going to be yeah. so good to meet you all. Do not shy away from asking me for a selfie or something like that. Me too. Like In fact, that. we love good selfie. We do love a and good selfie. if you would like to be part of Hunt's 8, don't forget, Pip's glaring at me now, don't forget that you can come audition at Edinburgh Yarn Festival there'll be a point when Pip's in a class so for those of you that don't know Louise Hunt of Case and Craft <laughs> has taken it upon herself to liberate my stash Sia the great betrayer has decided to aid her in this mission they are forming a band called Hunt's 8 those of you who would like to help defend my stash no 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 can no, join no, me no 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 no, no. And help me to, you know, stop these ruffians and thieves from liberating oh, my stash. The shade! <laughs> the shade of it all, Pip Paddy. Maybe there's going to be a schism on the Tipsy Nuts podcast. To be fair, I thought the next word for your mouth was going to be, there's going to be a rumble. I'm like, wow, with the sharks and jets. A rumble in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rumble so, in the jungle of Edinburgh Yarn Festival. You can also tweet Louise and myself. <laughs> Are you going to have a hashtag? I don't know. I feel like we should. If you guys hashtag gonna have Hunt's a, 8. If you guys are going to have a hashtag, I'll need to put like, an opposing hashtag. Oh my god, hashtag war. Um, <laughs> hmm. Stay tuned for more information on Hunt's 8 and Pip Stash. <laughs> we'll uh, update you after EYF. <laughs> yeah, uh, keep your eyes out on Twitter because I imagine there'll be shenanigans occurring. Yes. <laughs> a couple of other bits of news. Yep. There's another Cal going on. So we've obviously mentioned yes. the Blacker Pod Cal. So one of our other favourite events is obviously Perth Festival of Yarn, mm-hmm. which we got to go to last September and it was awesome. So they are currently running a cal over in the Perth Festival of Yarn Ravelry group, mm-hmm. and it's in association with Cosmic Strings. So all the information is over in the Rav group, but it's an excuse to liberate your Cosmic Strings yarn from your stash, mm-hmm. or indeed pick up more perhaps. Yes. And it's some beautiful objects using their lovely yarn, mm-hmm. and there are prizes involved, and yeah, go check it out. I will obviously be working my way through my extensive cosmic string stash at some point. Woohoo! So I'm definitely going to partake. Excellent. Also, some news the lovely Queen of Pearls that we have mentioned is going to be moving. Yep, so Queen of Pearls is currently located over in Salt Market mm-hmm. in Glasgow City Centre, and she is now going to be moving to the Hive in Finiston. 
which looks like an incredible community. Mm-hmm. So the Hive and the Hidden Lane are kind of right beside each other, and they're essentially like a, an artist commune mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, very creative space. I am looking forward to going and checking it out, really. Yeah. I didn't even really know it existed, so it's going to be open this, up this whole new world mm-hmm. of exciting things. There's a chocolatier, there's yeah. barbers, there's um, all kinds of all stuff. All sorts of cool like, stuff in Vinistin, generally. Really, really cool. So the doors at Salt Market will be shutting soon. Yep. If they have not already shut by the time this goes out, then Zoe and Queen of... Uh, Queen of Pearls will be at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, yes. so go say hi and buy lots of gorgeous yarn that we've mentioned a lot in this and episode. Fiber. And then the new shop will be opening sometime, I think towards the end of March, I think, I so, think yeah. is what she's saying. So All the details are on Zoe's blog and website and also on her social media. We will make sure that there are links in the show notes so you guys can check out the details fully for yourselves. Yes, and I, for one, I'm really looking forward to checking out the new shop. Yeah. As soon as I know when it's open, I'll be there on the day. <laughs> totally yes so camp outside yes so that's just something to for you guys to know about at Mm -hmm. the moment yep so just to round things off for this episode because we've been talking about things that we love Mm -hmm. you would like to give away something else which we love which is the a love like salt collection and a delicious skein of rusty ferret yarn so huge thank you to km bedigan and leona for your wonderful donations of these prizes thank you so much so if you guys want to get your hands on these delicious items what we would like you to do is to simply tell us your favorite yarn your favorite designer and your favorite knitted object Yep, and you can do this either in our Ravelry group, mm-hmm. or if you are more into tweeting or Instagramming it to us, simply tell us by either tweeting at Tipsy Knits and then any social media, so Twitter or Instagram, use the hashtag, hashtag love Tipsy Knits. Yes, and we'll have great fun looking through them all. Yep, and obviously we'll select a winner next time when we will be back after Edinburgh Yarn Festival. <coughs> so in the meantime, we love you all. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the podcast lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. There are a couple of places you can find us online. You can find us at Twitter as at Tipsy Knits. You can find us at the blog, along with the show notes, at tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com. We're also on Ravelry as the Tipsy Knits podcast group. And a shout out for the music comes from a wonderful place called Duke Deck, where they do free music for podcasters. So if you're in that kind of line and want to have a look for it, Duke Deck is the best place to find it. Thanks very much for listening.